created for the MAPE community by the MAPE community. Left Unsaid is a podcast where we speak our truth, celebrate our talents, tell our stories, and explore what matters most to us. It's time to leave everything on the table and make sure nothing is left unsaid. Hello and welcome to the Left Unsaid podcast. Um, this is Rima Elgesane, the Vice President of the Forays Foundation and the host for this special episode, um, where we're going to celebrate one year in review. And I think there's no better person to discuss this conversation with than my dear friend and the Left Unsaid podcast host, Mr. Carl Lazier. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. It's, it's, uh, it's so nice to be on the other side of the mic and leaving the hosting duties to somebody else. Yeah, I know. This is big shoes to fill. I just want you to know that. Listen, I think you're, you're going to do just fine. It's kind of weird. It's kind of almost like you had my job before and then I had to step into those shoes and now I'm doing it over again. Yeah, it's just like this weird cycle that just keeps happening in our lifetime. Um, <laughs> but we'll talk about that in oh, a second. And now you're, ta- now, you're, now you're taking my job again. You're just you're just taking my job every time. I'm not gonna put my next job. Okay, well you know I'm, coming uh, I'm actually you. gonna take my current so, job off. Okay. So <laughs> um, no, but all seriousness, this is really awesome. It's um, really excited to be able to actually interview you because you are always the person who's like creating space for everyone to like tell their story and share. And so, I mean, from what I hear, you are the godfather of MAPE, is what they call you. And so I get to talk to you about all of this. How how many people call me that? Like one... a lot of people, Carl. Okay, uh, I speak to Maple Lum all the time. All right, and they're like the Godfather well, of Maple. It's humbling because Maple Mape is such a such a beast in its own right. So yeah, it's great though. It's great. Um, so what I want to keep the tradition going, and what we do every episode on the Left Unsaid podcast is do a red, yellow, green check in. I don't think I need to explain it to you. So I'm just going to ask you, how are you feeling? You got you to explain to the listeners. Oh, you're right. See, this is my first time. Okay, this is why you're right, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Here to this help. is why you're the host. Okay, so red, yellow, green check-in is where we check in with our guests and find out where they're feeling and where they're at for the day at the moment. And it's not with the intention to try to change where they're at, but really just to just know how you're coming in and how you're feeling. So obviously red is like, the world's on fire. Yellow is like, eh, could be good or could be bad, however you want to look at it. And green is like feeling smooth and moving. That's how I define it. Probably not how you do. Um, that's, that, it's, that's, the, that's the beauty of it. And you then it. you can be any color in between. So, Carl, how are you doing? Well, Rima, it's so much easier to ask the question than to answer it. Oh, deep. Um, but I am, I don't know what, what, what comes up right now, honestly, is like a kaleidoscope. So you get a bunch of different colors, a bunch of different shapes that are all moving at once. And that's, that's how, that's how I'm coming in today. Okay. You're everything. Yes, I am. Okay. (laughs) This is going to be very interesting then. So I'm excited. Don't know what we're going to get. Um, all right then. So for any newbies of MAPE, let's talk to them about really quick who Carl Desir is and how he is. Oh, tell tell me about, tell me about, tell me about this guy. Oh, you want me to tell? 
No, I can't tell the story like you can. So tell. So what? It, what? What's? What's the question? Who are you? Who am I? Yes. Start first there. How How far do you want me to go back? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm gonna let you decide. Well, let's just let's just this is a podcast for Mavers. So let's just start with Mave. I'll start. So how how I got first connected to Mape actually starts years before Mape where I you know thought I knew what I wanted to do in college thought I wanted to follow in the family footsteps you know doctors lawyers all that good stuff and realized that wasn't for me but also didn't know what I wanted to do and fast forward a few years as I'm uh, talking to my aunt who still works in advertising about what she does, I'm intrigued. And I start trying to figure out what is could be my path in the advertising. It, was, it didn't happen because of school. I did not know about MAPE in school. I didn't know about opportunities in advertising. On my journey, I learned about MAPE. I stopped over at Miami Ad School first and then did an internship at Arnold when it was... Um, right by Union Square in New York. And it was kind of like right before I went to Miami Ad School where I learned about MAPE and was like, how did I not know about this program? Did my internships, got a job in advertising as a strategist and was immediately involved with MAPE. Um, I think when I was at the agency formerly known as JWT, I did the, what are they, what are they called? The um, labs? there for for what they used to call account planning but really strategy as a junior strategist because i was that excited and nobody else wanted to do it so i was doing it and i had known about me because of my internship i interned with um uh, a, f- a few mapers at arnold and got to know that mape class very very well um and always had a lot of love for the program, wish I knew about it, saw how great of a program it was and is. And, you know, I was just like, cool, I'm going to help out. I made mentor, now made coach ever since, I guess, 2008. Um, never won MAPE mentor of the year. But you know what? I guess I, I, guess I got to do better. I got to do better. That's what it is. Um. And then, you know, at JWT is where I met uh, Singleton Beato. She was the head of um, HR there, and me and her worked together on JWT's uh, diversity and inclusion initiatives. And that went well. We grew, have a great working relationship, learned a lot from her there. She moved on to the four A's. I moved on to translation. And then when I was ready to make a next move, I called her up and I was like, hey, what do you see out there in the landscape? And she's like, come work for me at the four A's. And I was like, ha, what do you do? And she showed me the job description and told me, I'm like, wait, is this running MAPE? And she's like, yeah, and some other things too. That's exactly how she said it. MAPE and some other things. There's a lot of other things. Oh, there's a lot of other things. A lot of other things. <laughs> and I was like, wait, this is an amazing full circle moment. Like I didn't get a chance to do MAPE. I made it kind of my personal mission to make sure folks who look like me and don't look like most of the folks in advertising knew about opportunities. And now I get a chance to run the 
the largest and still growing and still the largest pipeline program into advertising for, you know, people um, from diverse ethnic backgrounds and all that is that intersectionality there. On top of that, Maple also needed a rebrand at the time. <laughs> so using both like my strategy skills and passion for diversity, like I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. A few months later, I'm working at the 4As, spent six years, six and a half, almost six and a half years there running MAPE, the foundation, working on the high school programs, talking to agencies, getting to know uh, the ad industry inside and out. Really like what, from both sides, so like what was happening in agencies, but also what was happening from the kind of talent perspective, especially the, the diverse talent. And it was great. I mean, I had some of the best times of my career, you know, work running MAPE, overseeing the folks who were running MAPE, getting to know MAPERs, creating lifelong friendships, finding mentees that turned into great friends. Um, and it was challenging too. I got a lot of love for MAPE. And then when I did leave, went on to, you know, RGA and made sure that RGA was heavily involved in MAPE. But yeah, I guess, was that, was that? Yeah, that was amazing. Thanks for sharing that, seriously. And it's like something I can understand now is like MAPE kind of just calls you in, mm, right? That's like a good way to MAPE, put it. It's so, it's like something you can't describe, right? Yeah. The, the, the people, the, the work, the impact. Um, and then just being able to be connected to some like the best human beings in the world, like MAPE calls in the people that it needs to do what it needs to do to keep moving forward. And that's, that's what I felt like it's a calling and that's how you, how it sounded for you too. Yeah. No, I, lo I love how you put that as MAPE calls you in, you know, especially when you're like, we're on the side and you're like running the program. Mm -hmm. Right. It takes, it have, it, it's so weird how it, calls in the right people at the right time right because I, I think about you know what you've had to go through in, in your role you know overseeing all that is mape which is like it's so much bigger than when i was there but i tell you i tell you all the time like i could have never run mape during 2020 <laughs> yeah. but you did and that's again you say mape was calls you in like mape needed a rebrand and it was like yo we need someone who can help rebrand this and make it work there I was. And yeah. I'm sure each person that's run MAPE has a similar story. It was like, there was something as they leave, there's something about MAPE that called them in. I love the way you put that. Yeah. And it's something that's like, you can never, you don't let go. Right. And everyone who I know. Who oh, has... I've, I've been trying. I've been trying. I've been yeah, trying. Yeah, but you haven't though. Here, here you're the I podcast. But I, I've been, I I've been trying that hard. Yeah. I've been trying you that stay hard. stay pretty close to MAPE and that's what MAPE does. And I think that. Um, yeah. Keeps, keeps everybody sure. close. Sure. Um, do you remember how this podcast even started? You know, I do not have a memory like that. All I know is that I can't remember who had the idea, whether it was me or you. And we talked about it for like a year and a half or something like that, like a long time. Mm -hmm. Until we actually have. So, I mean, you have better tell me, remind me and inform the listeners. No, absolutely. It started with the conversation. So I take over this role as the vice president of the foundation 
which like now oversees MAPE um, and our, the high school initiatives that you talked about, scholarships and awards, and now we have other programs and doing so much. And I'm like, I don't, I have no idea where to even start. This is a huge legacy. And this is like this a, an amazing program and I need to do right by it. And so I called you and I was like, hey, can you please, like you have 600 years of- Did you just say 600? Godfather wisdom, you know? I think I did six and a half, <laughs> six and a half. I know I'm making you older. I got enough I'm sorry. In my beard. Um, it's I hear you. Six and a half years of Godfather wisdom, and um, you start talking to me about everything, and then I you're like talking about podcasts, talking about all these ideas. I think I asked you what would what would you have like what was something you would have wanted to do if you could have if you were still there. And you said, I think you said, make a podcast. I'm like, so why aren't we making a podcast? Why would we want to do that? You're like, well, because the alumni need a space and they need a voice. And uh, we need to like celebrate them and, and connect with them and, you know, continue to build this community. And I was like, then that's what we need to do. And you're right. It took us about a year and a half to get there and not really even until COVID. And it started with just working with the, the alumni council and really building it out. How does it feel? Before we talk about how it feels, I think we need to, because you're right, it, it did start, we did talk about a year and a half, and honestly, we couldn't have done it ourselves, right? We have a great podcast team. Amazing team. Who's, who is made up of, I mean, besides like me and you, it's like all alum, right? Maple alum, yep. Yeah, so, you know, Andrea... Kemi, Ty, if Kennedy, without y'all, and no matter where you join the team, we wouldn't be still doing this podcast right now because me and Rima couldn't do it alone. Trust. No, absolutely Trust. not. So I just want to thank y'all. Um, oh, and anyone else who's contributed to the music, the voiceovers. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Anyone who contributed at all to the podcast, thank you. What was your question? Oh, how does it feel? Yes. You know, it's interesting because I often laugh when we, talk, we were doing a podcast because I hope Shannon Galvin listens because one of my signature phrases while at the forays was, so I was listening to a podcast and then something not as profound as what I actually heard in the podcast would come out of my mouth. And it's almost like, you know, it, when you create anything from the ground up and watching it go in the iterations you can't help but feel like just this immense sort of, you know, pride. And I think for me, humbleness, if that's that's the word, um, for what you've created. And to, you know, I mean, I've been on some of the, um, the MAPE uh, events you know, where I'm speaking and people were like, oh, yo, we listen to the podcast. And like, again, you talked about it earlier, that impact that can happen through MAPE. You know, sometimes you don't see it. And then when it hits you, it's like a tidal wave. And you're just like, whoa, people are actually listening. People are actually paying attention. People are actually like, this is impacting folks. Like that's so, I mean, there's, there's no words to describe. And this is why MAPE not only calls you in, but keeps it's like hooks in you and never lets you go once you're there because yeah. this, this feeling like you just want it more and more and you're just like 
I'm going to stay working with this program to make sure that I keep getting that dopamine hit. Yeah. It's, it's a very, it's a mutual exchange, right? It's like you're giving so much of yourself, but like you get so much from it as well too. So it's, it's just like something you never want to let go of, but you're right. I mean, we, we were very intentional with saying like, this is for Maple Lum, let it be by Maple Lum. And we want all, like all of that involvement. And it's like, it's like the new FUBU. <laughs> yeah, there you go. As I, as, I, as I date myself. Yes. Well, I've also said 600 years. years so, so, all right. We started during COVID. I think we originally started me, you and Kemi, right? The, yeah. the, the um, alumni council chair who was amazing class of 09 and, and Ty. And then we brought Ty in to be an editor because you know, we don't have that skill set. I know I don't. Um, and he's amazing. And then it just continued to evolve. Um, and we really started like the first few episodes. I mean, it was 2020. We had just had MAP Summit, you know, right before things shut down about like two weeks. So That's right. we had some really amazing conversations at MAP Summit. And we wanted, people were asking us there, can we continue that? So we said, why don't we do that and bring the panelists back and actually, you know, continue that conversation and let it develop. So the first few episodes were really from MAPE Summit, like mental health of men of color, the women of color of entrepreneurs, talking about diversity, equity, inclusion in a way different time than right now. You know, <laughs> what stuck out for you with those conversations? I, I think, you know, what really stuck out from all those conversations is like, you know, when you're on a panel, it's often hard to get in and what these conversations did was allowed us to bring those folks back and just have like a naturally flowing like conversation between people who are passionate dedicated and just you know want to give to not just the MAPE community but the spaces they were talking in right and I thought it was interesting to be able to you know see that chemistry on stage and then take it to a place where they could you know, like it's like going like to the green room after the panel and watching them all just be like, oh, yeah, this, this is what you said. And like continue that conversation and giving folks a window into kind of like what happens when you just get these folks in a room together virtually or in person and they just let them talk. Right. There's no like, OK, you're on stage and this is the theme. It's like, no, just talk. All right. And honestly, those conversations could have gone on for hours hours and you see just all like the great thoughts and ideas and the passion and that i mean y'all should listen to those episodes that 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 does that will never go away with these groups yeah so i think that's what stuck out for me and it's it was really right before like a lot of change was starting to change mm -hmm. the world mm -hmm. and so just even thinking about these topics like mental health diversity and inclusion and even like starting our own business, these are conversations that are really like yeah. going on in the last year. And still, it's amazing to listen back to them and think about like how far and how much has changed. What, a year and change? I know. Okay, tell me, tell me about the episode with our Maper of the Year and our Creative Fellow. No, just go, just go listen to it. Okay. Those, those, those two. <laughs> no, those two. tell me about it. Aubrey Hayes. Okay. I, mean, I don't even Cooper. know how to one first describe. Like I remember being on like the was it like the Face of Talent virtual Face of Talent in 2020. Yep. And before, like, 
Audrey's name was even announced, people were already congratulating her. Like, because they knew. Because both of them right. separately are like forces to be reckoned with, are like <laughs> such amazing, individual, unique personalities. But then you put them together, and like, I didn't even need to be there. They could have just done the whole thing themselves. Okay. Like, I could have just sat back, and, I, and like, we still have to get them back on and do do a follow up as we promised. We do, but like, that's a conversation that I could just sit back and watch because they, you know, just like talking about like the new, the, the energy, the new ideas, the new just thinking, the different perspectives, you know, is like something that yeah you could just tell deserved way more time than than we had allotted for them, and. I'm actually now thinking about it again, like really curious how they're doing. So we definitely got to get them back. Yeah, we'll bring them back. Let's do it. Um, it. It was real. It was raw. It was passionate. And you're right. You probably didn't need to be there because they. Uh, Listen, stop trying to. You, you're, they, you're already taking their all own the podcast. Stop trying to give it away, too. I, uh, I'm sorry. So, no, I think they need their own podcast. Honestly, I would watch it. I would listen however way they were doing it. And that's amazing. And so. On the total opposite end, you're over there and you, um, we do this podcast. I remember actually sitting in my parents' porch during COVID and recording this podcast with Mark Strachan. Oh, Mark I, I had a feeling you were going to go there next. Yeah. So like you're talking to the 2020, you know, class and, um, then you flip over and you're talking to 1981. What's Listen, that like? If y'all don't know Mark Strachan and Mark Williams, y'all really need to listen to that episode. It is so... I mean, MAPE has such a deep history, you know, of not even just like the the length or the longevity of the program, but the impact it has had for so long, changing lives, career trajectories um, of people. Like, people never forget that. And when you talk to Mark and Mark and other folks from you know, earlier years, like, MAPE still has an impact. Like, Mark and Mark still come to MAPE events, to everything. Everything. Mark Shoshan started the Alumni Association. You know, and some of the stories that they can tell about, you know, how advertising was when they started aren't so different from where we are today. And so it, it like the the connection between, you know, the decades that you see in Mape is quite impressive, impactful. Sometimes a little sad because things haven't changed that much. Right. But listening to Mark and Mark talk and hearing their passion for Mape, for the connections they've made in Mape, for how they view Mape has helped shape their careers, and how they've never stopped giving back is you know, probably now that I'm saying it more conscious, but unconsciously, like why I still give back is because even though I wasn't a maper, maybe given me so much as, as far as like, you know, having run it, people I've met, experiences I've had helped set me on my trajectory for my career. And I didn't even went through the program. So imagine, so I can only imagine what it's like going through it. So like those two, and they're just, I mean, they're just, they're still friends to this day. Yeah. Right. Those, that's what Mape does. Honestly, 
just the same. They probably didn't need you either. <laughs> you Listen, know, you're just you, what you, you're just trying to say nobody need. I, I don't even need to host this. We will just put some two yeah, mapers together no, on the podcast and let them talk. Like you need, yeah. No, this is actually this is not easy. You're doing Listening a great job. By the way. Thank you. You're making it look easy Thank you. or sound easy. I can see you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. No. I mean, you have you, you anybody who's been around Mark and Mark. You already know it's going to be like this exciting, enticing, energized, honest conversation. And, um, you know, there's sometimes champagne, I think. Can I tell you how many times Mark Rashawn has come up to me and been like, Carl, you're here? Buy me a glass of champagne. (laughs) He loves champagne. I think anytime I'm on a Zoom call with him, you know, when it's something for me, he's always there. Like you said, they always show up. You know what? And there's always like a glass of champagne nearby. And I respect that because that just shows that when Mark gets around Mape, he's in a celebratory mood. Always. Because Mape has done so much for so many. You got to celebrate those moments. You got to celebrate it. So you know what? If I had some champagne here, I would raise a glass for Mark. Yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I think then we... The first year was tough. Now that I go back and think about it, I'm, you know, we, it's just the heightened of like a viral pandemic. And then we started recording, then it's a racial pandemic adding to it. And there was a lot going on and so much was changing so quickly. Um, And I know we thought it was really important to like start talking to people in the MAPE community and the foundation community that were like trying to do things to help and who've been around. So we interviewed Shauna Margaret and Ash Ramirez and Walter Gear and Ron Lewis about a lot of the initiatives they were taking to help make some change. And why do you think that was most important at that time? It is always important to highlight everything that people are doing to help. We're all moving towards the same goal, right? We're just taking different paths. And when you can get beautiful minds like those four together who are doing two separate initiatives we can come together and talk like it's just combining powers and i think a lot of what mape can mape does is actually bring together people in a space to combine their powers and the more that i mean that's that's what this whole platform the podcast is for right is to really give people a a platform another platform right it's not the only platform it shouldn't be the only platform it's just another platform to reach one, two, ten, fifty. I mean, I know we got like, I know we're like, what, fifty million downloads each episode now, something like that. Yeah, some somewhere near there. Average, yeah, that's like the average. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. It's when you get those, again when you get those folks together. It's like the um, the first couple episodes we did bringing back the panelists, right? Put them together in a virtual room and just let them go. And who knows, there might be a new organization that sprouts from that or a new idea that they're going to take. And that's that's what it's all about. It's like coming together and bringing right, it. Right. Um, and because we're all stronger together as we work towards the goal. Yeah. And they're still working at it, you know, over, over um, a year later. Yeah, it's always. Um, and it's amazing to see. I know Women Who Create just had a conference, their first conference over the summer. Congrats to them. Yeah, they're doing doing a lot to support the industry and people there. So and it's always great when we can actually hear the stories of like so many maple that are doing a lot of a lot of amazing things. And one of the, my favorite things about listening to the podcast is 
you know, there's so many alum now, it's like hard to know all of them, hear all of their stories. And so just getting to like really get to meet some that I maybe would never met, you know, in different parts of the state and some of them definitely from your era. So I know you interviewed um, Troy Harris. What was it like catching up with Troy Harris? Oh, it was, so Troy, Troy was, was he 2012, right? Yep, 2012. So he was the, he was my first year of Maeve, running Maeve. And I had no idea what I'm doing. But, you know, we worked it out. But I hadn't talked to Troy in a minute, and it was great. I mean, you know, when when you go through a summer with somebody, you know, and then, you know, they win, you know, the Maeve of the Year Award, this, and they go off and live their lives, right? And they're doing all the great things. To, have, to sit down with a focused, however long, 40, 60 minutes, and just be able to talk about what they're doing, like, I love that kind of stuff. And, you know, you, you know that MAPE brings in such great talent, no matter what, no matter where folks end up, they're going to be doing great things, especially things that really resonate and align with who they are. And that's the way I felt with Troy, like, you know, doing his nine to five thing and also really hitting it hard with, you know, the five to nine. And hearing him talk about how, both of those still bring him joy and what he's doing like to really to really uh impact the community around him is what is and was amazing and I actually connected with him recently at my current job which i can't talk about because you might try to come take okay um no it was great he was made fellow of the year right for 2012 yeah 2012 and he's really passionate about bricks and gospel i know that. yeah yeah it's really great to see somebody from, like you said, your, the beginning of your MAPE career and really just like evolving and where they're going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this person, on their path. this episode, they're not a MAPE alum. They're not a MAPER at all, but has to be one of the biggest supporters and advocates of MAPE in the industry. Yeah, Mr. Ed Franco. Oh, I know who you're talking so, about. Oh, you got Ed yeah. supports MAPE so much. Ed single like I watched Ed single handedly change the perception of healthcare advertising within the MAPE community. Um I forget what years it was, but Ed came in and was like, Wait, no one wants to work in healthcare advertising? How do we how do we change that perception of what healthcare advertising is? Came in heavy with the support, MAPE labs, sponsorships, showing up wherever, whenever, talking at orientation. Everything. Everything brought revitalized Mape Cares Day. I have so many Mape Cares Day t-shirts. Thanks, Ed. So many Mape Cares Day t-shirts. They're my favorites. You know, they're so soft. I don't know where you know, Ed hook us up with that connect because those t-shirts are soft. Yeah. But like I like you know, if if folks are fighting for the biggest Mape supporter, Ed's definitely up there. So that you didn't ask a question. So do you have a question? Ed is probably one of the biggest advocates of, of MAPE, like you said, I've ever seen. Every year they take more and more MAPE fellows. He has a huge MAPE network at Omnicom Health Group. He can, he'll literally talk, you know, if anybody reaches out to him and says, I'm a MAPER and I have some questions, he makes time for them. You know, he is a, truly passionate about the work and like yep. he really he got time is authentic you. when he says he wants to help. And he does. He said, MAPE Cares Day is amazing. And then getting to know Ed as like a person during the whole conversation and actually hearing him give like advice and support about 
applications and you know interviews and how things goes on. Tell me what like your favorite part of, of that conversation was. Let me, let me pause for one second. Because had I known we were going to go through each episode individually, I would, oh. have, I would have listened to all yeah. that again. Now you're making me go off memory. You were there. You were there. I, I was there. And I'm, I'm, getting, I'm almost 601 years old, so. Okay, fair point, Carl. You know what? How about an easier question? Just what, is, what does it feel like to sit down and talk with it? I mean, it always feels like you're talking with your friend. He's super caring. He listens. He keeps it real with you. It's just, it's real comfortable. Wait. Are you, is this his pitch for the host job? Like, why are you trying to give away my job? This is not, this is not, no, this is not. Carl, your, your job is secure. No, I'm, I'm concerned. Look, it's always good to be a little nervous. Okay, you're right. I got to step the game up. No, you're good. No, I got to step it up. Got to step my host skills. Okay. But I mean, Ed would be a good, good success. Oh, I see no. what you're doing there. I, I mean, now that you say it, I see it's not a bad doing. idea. It's not a bad idea. Okay. Whenever you're ready, though. All right. No, I'm Let's done. This out. I'm we're not talking about Ed anymore. Okay. Next. That, next that's podcast. how amazing you are. That's how next amazing podcast. you are. Okay. Um, yeah, we're. I. You know, I didn't know we were going to talk about every episode either. But how could we do one year in review without really like going back and thinking about all the people we got to meet and connect with? Well, then we should do fewer episodes so we only have to go through like two or three a year. Yeah, we, we probably won't do this in the two year review because that'll be too far. But I think a lot of what people don't know is I get this privilege of being able to be in the background of a lot of these conversations. So like getting to listen to them live and like in the moment is really nice. Um, but so getting to go back there with you is, has been, it's, it's like taking me back to last year, which was all a blur, but these were really intentional, good conversations that take me back to where I was, if that makes sense. Um, okay, we'll, we'll uh, blend a few in. You yeah, got to speak a with fact. a lot more Makelum in the last yeah, year, right? From Van Graves, 1994, man, man. yes. Okay, Ariel Diaz from 2012, right? Yeah, also your first year, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so again, you're like you're connecting with people from that have completely different MAPE experiences. Yeah. And getting to hear their stories and their journeys. What What do they have in common? Wow. Okay. Um, you, my questions are hard. Yeah. This is. So is this also your interview for my job? No, this is not. Mm-hmm. I'm just, this is, no. listen, um, if Rima's the host of the podcast, it's got a different feel, right? There's going to be a lot of, what are you experiencing and what are you feeling and what was the impact it had, okay? Well, that's where next, I go. Next time I gotta get, next time I got to get somebody else to do this to make it easier. Yeah, we'll make it a lot simpler. I, I'll keep the questions a little lighter. Maybe. No, you do, you do you. It's your, hey, this is your episode. You host it how you want. You're right. Okay. Have I stalled enough to make you forget the question? We can oh, no, on. you're totally deflecting, but I actually said to you, like, all right, when you're talking to all the alum. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we're talking to all the alum. Like, you know, it's the themes are the same, but the experiences are different. And I think for me, it is really fascinating to hear how Van from 94 and Ariel from 2012 could have completely different experiences, but similar themes across. That shows you the staying power and the, and the amazing impact that MAPE continues to have throughout, you know, I mean, again, not just advertising, but other industries. I mean, neither, I mean, Van, it's kind of advertising adjacent at the, you know, brand center. But it's like, no matter what industry you go to, MAPE leaves that impact on you and helps you really figure out that path yeah 
you know, you stalled for a long time, but that was a really good answer, just so you know. So whatever time it took you to figure that out, did a good job. Oh, I had the answer the whole time. I just wanted to stall. Yeah. I had to make it look yeah. like I was okay, really I thinking. You. It was very convincing. Um, Thanks. I appreciate it. Do I, can I keep my host job? After, was it that convincing? You're, you're close. Close to secure. All right. I'll keep working on it. Okay. One of the episodes that I really, I think it was touching to listen to, and that was the Curly Girl Collective conversation. Because one, we're supporting, obviously, MAPE, right? So many MAPE alum have done really huge, amazing things that have changed a lot. And so Curly Girl Collective definitely did that with, you know, Tracy Coleman, who's class of 2004. And it was really touching to hear their story and like how it just started and how much it's evolved. But then when you went into even talking about how it impacted you um, and your daughter, right? And that conversation, it was just amazing to just see like how actual, what our makers are doing and what people are in the industry are doing and, and it's the impact it's having like right in one conversation. Um, do you want to share a little bit about how that felt? To share it with them? I mean, when people ask, which, you know, for some reason they often do, whether it's like panels or something, like what, you know, you work in advertising, like what's, what's the thing, what's the piece of work that's always like impacted you the most or that you're most proud of? And the story I typically tell is like, you know, it has nothing to do with the campaign or this. It's like, it has to do with the impact that you don't even realize sometimes you have on folks. And even when you get to that level, like, you know, Curlfest has just really kind of exploded over the last few years um, before 2020. And sometimes, you know, when you're planning an event, you're planning this movement, when you hear those stories of just like how it affected one person one individual, those can sometimes be the most touching. And for me, like not even like going to Curlfest to go to Curlfest, I didn't even know it was happening at the time, right? But just happened to walk through it, you know, years ago and have my daughter just be like wide-eyed, like, wait, what? There's all these beautiful women right here who have hair that look like mine and don't, I don't even know what to do right now. Like, I could not share that because that, at least for me, is kind of the, the stuff I'm most proud of. That sort of impact, that sort of like down to not even like, you know, the folks that are doing it now, but the folks that are coming up, generations that will see this and be like, whoa, that's impactful. So, I don't know, I guess sharing it with them, like, I don't, I, I could not have some of the, the founders of Curly Girl Collective, Curl Fest, on the podcast and not share that story. Yeah, it was it was really touching. And I think to hear that tied in with their story and how their journey was, it was just, um, it was really great. It was really great to just see the impact of what people, amazing people in this industry can do mm -hmm. and the impact that it had. So uh, that was definitely one of my favorites. There were a lot of episodes, right? More Maple alum. We actually talked to other organizations that we know that our Maple Lama community are um, connected to and, and want to hear from. I'll ask you a really easy question, but it's probably a really hard question. What was your favorite episode and yes. why? Nope, not answering. You have to. I do not. I do not have to. I, I, I'm going to put down 
my host card. Really? And I say I do not. I can't. How are you gonna make me? How are you gonna? You didn't hand out those cards at the door. Like there's that. Card I know. I made it make... myself. So it's not real. It's handwritten. No. In crayon. Okay. Tell me why. On the back of a napkin, because that's how we do an advertising. Yes. I'm sure. Here, here's. It's hard. Know. It's hard. I mean, first off, it's hard to choose. It's like you know, asking someone to choose their favorite child. Okay. Right. Or their favorite car. Or you know, whatever your thing might be because like as i'm you know now that i know we're going through every episode i'm trying to scroll through and see all the episodes no it's okay i skipped over i'm doing you a favor you know don't do me a favor okay this is for the listeners not me but it's it's hard to choose a favorite one because they're all like i like each one in their own right and they've evolved so much over time even though it's only been what a year and change yeah a year and change, yeah. No, I guess, yeah, a year and change. Um, it's like some of them are straight up like, yo, this is what's happening in the industry. Let's talk about this specific issue, challenge, whatever. Some of them are like, we're just going to go through your experience. And you don't know where you're going to end up, right? Some of them have taken me to a different place where I'm like, whoa, we just went way deep. And like all of them are great. I love them all because this is like, th- this is the reason why we started this. So I don't have, they're all my favorite because this, this is why we do this. It's to provide a place for these conversations to happen. And so, I mean, like when we get up to like a hundred episodes, ask me, and okay. then maybe I'll have to like narrow it down, but I probably won't. I probably won't. 24 is not enough. No. Okay. I can still remember parts of all of them. When I stop remembering all the parts of all the episodes. You think of the one that like you remember the most yeah. till it stuck out. Yeah. And then that's your favorite. Yeah. All right. Because like okay, there's some, I learned something new in every episode. Like some of these people I've known for almost ten years, some more than ten years. You're right. And I, I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard to, and I still learn something new about you know about them. They're doing every when we talk. So it's like I love them all. Well, let's talk about. Your conversation. Because oh, I knew it. It's just sitting right here on my phone. She has had such a revolution. I mean, she's had such an evolution. You're talking about I know. I know. Years, right? Class of 2013. Yes. And her journey has been something she's really vulnerable and open to sharing with the world. And I know it helps people. People share with me that like her, her openness has helped them. And for her, she's also a huge supporter of MAPE. You know, she constantly gives back, whether she's at an agency and um, or, you know, what comes to speak with us. Um, well, she'll do workshops for our mate fellows. And she shared, she went on a, a spiritual journey with you. What, what was that? What was the spiritual journey? Or what was it like? Oh, tell me that. What was it okay. like? Because I'm not going to remember the exact spiritual journey. But I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I, these are not trick questions. They, what they was it like? seem. I feel like I'm back in school and I'm being tested. It's like, okay. tell me what happened in. Minute 42. There's a lot of pressure for 39 you. 39 seconds. Exactly what was said. I don't know. Do it. There's a lot of pressure. That's why I'd like to be on the other side. I see. Okay, so this is actually not about the podcast episodes, but more so you feeling the pressure as not being the host. Are we going to answer this question about jazz, or are you just going to try to psychoanalyze me? <laughs> this is my podcast. Oh, no, snap, it is. Please go. See, I'm even having trouble letting go and letting you do it. Um, no, I mean, I, I mean, this, and this is what, you know, part of why, like, 
if you think about all the folks we interview, they each have such a unique journey, um, twists and turns and this, like, I can't, I can't think of one person that was just like, I went to school for, I went to, you know, junior high for advertising, high school for advertising, college for advertising, grad school for advertising, and I stayed in advertising my whole career. If you're out there, let us know. I want to interview you because <laughs> your story is, is unique in itself. But with jazz, like, I mean, the title of the episode was, it was Embodying Your Dream, right? And with Jazz Chong. And I mean, it's just what I love about that journey is like, she's, like you said, very open and candid about it. But it was like every step, it was like, it, I'm going to do what is speaking to me. Not going to worry about, you know, so much about like what people will think or, you know, what people will say about me make, trying to make this switch. But like, this is calling me, like Mape calls you in, this is calling me. So I'm going to figure out, and I love that about Jez, that like figures it out and makes it happen to the point where now, you know, just on that path and sharing that is that path. Because I think what happens is we, when you, in society, we, we tend to just share the successes and not the ups and downs, the ebbs and flows of these journeys. And Jez is all about sharing all of it. And that's why the conversation was so great. And that's why I'm sure the next conversation we have is going to be just as great. Yeah, I think watching her journey is amazing and having her be able to really talk and be vulnerable about it was was a, a really great episode. And yeah. I mean, so many, I mean, you talk about those twists and turns, so many of the episodes, I'm going to take over as host for a second. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, it's all, it's all yours. So many of these episodes, like you can listen to them and you can watch, like, cause especially with the MAPE alum, right? We'd start by talking about their MAPE experience and you can hear the similarities of, you know, how they found MAPE and their, you know, their summers and this. And then it's just like, and then they just start following their path. And, you know, I'm looking at some of these now. It's like, you know, the conversation we have with Nikki Noel talking about like her international travel and where that led her, you know, to end up client side and running her own business and doing these things. You know, and then I think even about Ariel, yeah, right, and her journey through advertising, maybe then Google, then you know, writing for TV shows, and you know, her spiritual journey as well. Like all of this stuff is so. Like I just love hearing it because like you never know what twist and turn it's gonna take, based on you know where it started in that MAPE experience to where it's yeah. continuing. Yeah, Ariel, like I felt I had to, I was taking notes because she was giving like so many spiritual gems or like tools and practices. Yep. And I love that stuff. And I was like, I mean, she, she definitely took, took us on a journey and yeah, shared wisdom that she learned along the way. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, that's what all, that's what I love about like all the neighbors that we interview, everyone that we interviewed shares those so true. That wisdom they learned along the way. But like, I even think of like, like a Vans conversation where it was like, you know, advertising for so long and like pivoting to, you know, higher ed or and, and like going to the military and then, high, you know, back to advertising and higher ed and like what took away from each one of those things and those wisdoms and just drops it yeah. along the way. You're right. That's why you've got to listen to every episode from start to finish three times. Well, that's, you know, this, this is why we don't release an episode every day, right? We got to give people a chance to digest all the wisdom. Totally. Right? It has nothing to do with how much that would actually 
work that it would actually take, but we're doing it for the people. Always. I mean, when you're talking about crazy journeys, Nikki, yeah, Nolan, yeah, right? she's like talking about crisscrossing her yep. industries, crisscrossing and, industries and the globe and the globe and really talking about completely different, um, work that she's worked on and mm -hmm. where it's taken her and how it's, it's gone through. <laughs> so, and she's what class of 05. Uh, yeah. 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 And what like, about, well, like, I, I wish we had like a few more minutes with, with Nikki because we were about to get into some spiritual stuff too. Cause I think it's, it's interesting, right? Because again, yes. we're, this, we're doing a lot of this recording in 2020 and when the world has been turned upside down in so many ways and also been revealed to so many in so many ways. And a lot of our conversations ended up in that kind of spiritual journey, spiritual, whether it's a wakingness or reinforcing of just some wisdom from the spiritual realm. It's uh, it's very interesting. So true. Those, those last couple. So true. Sometimes we actually didn't just talk to a Mape alum. That's true. Right, but either supporters of Mape or sometimes just people who are um, connected to the community who are doing really great things. And we know our Mape alum want to talk and listen to. So where did that even start? I mean, I think... I mean, well, it kind of started in the beginning, right? But I think we started... You're right. No, nah, because we, yeah, we started, I mean, you know, talking to Ed... Who else we talked we, to? We talked to, we talked to Imani. Imani, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, talk about the same type of movement, right? Starting off as an idea and then, like, transforming into this huge movement. Yeah. Don't forget about Siobhan. Siobhan, yep. Siobhan's doing amazing things. Yep. With a... <laughs> And then, oh, it was the, the first tech fund. Yeah. First right. tech huge supporters of MAPE also. Huge supporters of MAPE. They're doing such great work. Yeah, really passionate, intentional work. Starting their own business. Yep. Yep. And then, was it Jason? Jason Ture? Oh my God, that was like... More recently. Watching a, you two have a reunion together and talk about... Yeah, yeah, Marvel. Lot, I think we haven't seen each other in a minute. Yeah, he was really honest and vulnerable about his experience as well too. Yeah, and just the yeah. that he's been on to get to be like the founder of Black Unicorn. And yeah, I just, I mean, no matter what, and we talked to Nate Nichols and Bennett Bennett most recently, but it's like. What I what I love about a lot of these conversation it, conversations is the vulnerability, right? And each person has their own level, but each person, you know, that we talk to has, you know, in one way or another, shared like something really close and dear and vulnerable, or even said like I don't share this with many people, but I'll do it here, right? And I th I think that's one of the best parts of of this podcast, right? That's that's the whole point. It's like you know, leave nothing left. It's like left unsaid. Right? right, you're not coming here to hide things, to sugarcoat things, to not say things. So true. And you know, if you want to be vulnerable, let's be, let's all be vulnerable together. Right. Right. And just share where you're at, what you're doing, what you've gone through, because then you realize you might be inspired. Someone's like, wait, I didn't realize that was happening to Carl, and we might give someone some strength to go and pers persevere through something that they're dealing with right now. I think that definitely speaks to MAPE as well too. Like it creates this energy and space that people can just be open. And it's like, you know, you're amongst people who know what the experience is in some way, shape or form. Right. So sure. Would. Um, 
So if you're not going to share it, I'm going to share my favorite episode. Oh, perfect. I mean, you're the host, so you, you should have a favorite. Okay. Yeah, I can have a favorite. My favorite episode was when we did Mape Selection Live. <laughs> I forgot because about that one. That's 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 a it's nice safe such... one because it's no one no one's really being interviewed and just like listen. listen I'm gonna reveal my secrets. The whole here. program. I okay. love the whole program. Like, just because you didn't think about it. Um no, but it's Mape Selection. Like it's such an intense day. Oh, well then my favorite episode is the the trailer. Okay. Okay. You know what? My new favorite episode is this one. Because Oh, okay. No, okay, so sorry. I interrupted you. Tell me tell me yeah, what, I'm just trying to now we're competing. Why why Because why it's selection. Selection. Is selection is so intense. If you ever worked for MAPE or the Forays, Forays Foundation. I never did. Tell me tell me about it. Tell me about how intense it is. It is so intense. There's so much pressure building up to it for everyone, for the finalists, right? Who have just waited months. They've gone through this extensive application process that you put together, Carl. So if anybody doesn't is mad that it's hard. Just so you know. Here's, yeah, yeah, here's come find me. We can talk yeah, about it. Yeah, come find me. How it really helped you and made you the person you are today. Totally, because you made it, because you're a Maple alum. So obviously it was that hard work was worth all of it. Right from the screening process, the interview process, then having agencies and now industry partners being signing up, um, you know, reviewing hundreds and hundreds of resumes. Recruiters are stressed out. They're picking their favorites, right? And then... Um, we're in the back end, losing our minds, coordinating everything. The finalists are so nervous because they want to get a job. It's just intense. And then you're like waiting for this clock to turn one and hoping that you get um, your your top picks of fellows. And the fellows are hoping like their favorite agency picks them. And we're just hoping the technology works. It's a lot. And we captured it on a podcast um, in a year where we're doing virtual paid internship, the first ever MAPE. And it was intense and it was a lot, right? Especially after 2020 and we got to capture all of it. And that was probably one of my favorite things. Um, you know, you were able to interview a lot of the finalists and we we're watching them being nervous and then watching them actually, you know, get to see if they've been selected or maybe they didn't because everyone thinks you get selected in the first two minutes and sometimes it takes three weeks, but that's your story. So that was why it was my favorite. And then, you know, it's like the whole MAPE team. It's something we get to celebrate every year. Tell me what it was for you. Let me, let me, let me, let me tell you a little story. Tell us. So I joined the 4As December of 2011. So for those of you who know the MAPE process, that's literally in the middle of like the whole, inter the whole interview, not interview, the whole application process, right? December comes and then back then at least we had... Um, I think we had selection in like, when is Shannon's birthday? I think it's in like May, March or May, right? So it was a little bit later. Yeah, I think it was in right later before. Maybe a little later before. I kid you not. Back before y'all have this wonderful online platform. Yeah. I mean, I actually remember. Thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. I actually Thanks remember before I joined. Yeah. What? What'd you say? I said, thanks to your MAPE team for doing that. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you. That story for a different day. But I actually remember going to the four A's at the Chrysler building and going through applications by hand. 
and having a team of folks sit around marking papers saying like move on to the next round don't whatever right so when i get there in 2011 i kid you not one of the first calls i get is from an agency member of the four a's who as i remember it doesn't even introduce themselves but proceeds to tell me that if selections happen happen like it did in 2011 they will never participate in MAPE again. Wow. This is like one of the first calls I get. Yeah. And then, so I was just like, uh, what is this selection process and what are you even talking about? And it honestly, like it was the best we could do at the time with the technology we had, which then put me on the mission to like, not only rebrand MAPE, but also like, like I knew the first thing I had to do was fix the selection process because we could not, Continue. we could not have agencies calling like we're not going to participate if this happens again and that itself was an endeavor so i'm glad that it's your favorite episode because we went through some things to get it there yeah it's a it's a very emotional day it's a very stressful day but it's also you know it's like it's mate it's mate you know it's where it's it's where mate continues every year and yeah it's still stressful it is not as ancient as it was 600 years ago. Y'all can, y'all can see my eye roll. It's but still it definitely oh, it was a serious eye roll. For sure. For sure. Well, we've already started recording for year two. We have. And I've we have. I know it. that this is... I don't think... Like, we are... I think this is going to be the last episode of 2021. Right? Yes. Because we're going to... 2020, 2021 were hard years for everybody hard times and we're gonna kind of sit back and regroup with the podcast team to just put our heads down record a bunch of episodes come up with you know some release strategies and just hopefully bring in you know more stories that are impactful that are relevant sharing stories of alumni supporters friends and family of mape um, and really make sure that we stay on a consistent schedule and give everyone you know the stories that they want and need in their life yeah it's gonna be amazing so many alums so many are Listen, are being interviewed and hearing all their stories from different places i know we sent so out good. Like, I don't know where we sent it. Some social media things, right? Because I'm 600 years old. I still don't understand social media. And we got back, like, what, over 30 responses? Right? Oh, more than that. Over 50, like, in, within yeah. 48 hours. Which, again, if you think about it, well, I'm, I'm no math whiz, but, like, let's say there's 4,000 alum and we got, let's just say, 40 responses back. Yeah. That that works. That's enough. That's enough episodes for us to record recording. But also, for real? a lot of alum out there that we could be talking to. Yeah. And a lot more supporters and friends and folks that we want to talk to. So, I'm not saying all sign up at once, but I'm saying think about it. Yeah. Think about There's it. a lot of stories to tell. A lot of stories to tell. And, you know, maybe there'll be a new host next year, the way Rima's working to get me replaced over here i didn't know it was so obvious i'm sorry but um i actually had a lot of fun with you today this was great going down memory lane more than we know we were going to and you're absolutely right this is why you're the host we cannot do this without an amazing team 
and being able to have like Kemi from the beginning and Ty and then continue to evolve it with Ifatayo and Andrea, Kennedy now running Maple, just it's Mapleum everywhere. And the Alumni Council, we lean on them a lot too. So you're absolutely right. It's and don't forget to thank yourself, this wonderful host of thank today's you. episode. Yeah, and it's honestly it's something I share with my team all the time. We love Mape, like why we do it. We have this really amazing privilege of being able to see the impact of the work that we do, right? And um, it's in the people. So I'm glad we created this space for them to, like, you know, leave it left on nothing left unsaid. Um, thank you for being the host, Carl. It's no easy job. And yeah, you get, as you know, the final 60 seconds oh. to share any last piece of history, wisdom, whatever, whatever Carl wants to talk about. Because that's how we're going to close this out in true tradition. I can't, I can't. Honestly, I forgot about that piece, which I can't believe I did. Um, now I know how the guests feel, and it's 60 seconds is not enough. Um, well, let's be honest, they don't usually ever stop 60 do, seconds, but do. we let them go. We let them go. And now I feel the pressure to be like profound. So I think in kind of alignment with the podcast, left unsaid, and I don't think I have to remind neighbors of this, but your voice is so important not just in the industry you're in not just in your job but really for yourself one thing i think i've learned about for a lot of these conversations is that when people find and listen to and just amplify that inner voice of theirs like amazing amazing things happen and if you listen to the episodes you can see some of those points where there was like, oh, I found my voice and it led me here. So always look for and, you know, amplify, encourage, connect to that voice. Because when you come on the podcast, we're going to talk about it and we're going to hear where and how that voice has carried you to where you are today. Profound, sir. Thank you. Um, the Godfather of Mape. Did I pass? Did I pass? Can I still be host? You gonna, are you gonna allow me? You passed. You were that was great. Um, very profound. Thank you for being able to handle the pressure of answering all of these tough podcast questions. Um, being open and vulnerable yourself and not being the host. I'm really excited for 2022, and to be able to hear all of the new episodes and be a part of it. So, I guess we have to say goodbye for now. Yeah. Thank you for interviewing me, interviewing, for leading this conversation, for being the host. Thank you for everyone for listening. Thank you to the team. Thank you to the Forays Foundation. Thank you to all the MAPE alumni who we're going to interview, all the friends and family of MAPE who we're going to interview. Oh, I, I'm, I'm acting like I'm the host. I'm about to close it out. I'm going to let... Come no, on, you know what? I'm going to let you close no, it out no, one no, last time. No. What do you no, mean no, one no. last time? One last time? See, it's true. No. You're trying to replace me. <laughs> one last time oh, for the year, oh, Carl. One no, last time. No, Your no, contract I'm, is renewed, okay? I'm, I one am, last time for the year. No, I'm, I'm sitting back. I'm going to let... <laughs> I'm going to let the host take it out. All right. Well, you may or may not see Carl in 2022, but wow. just know we really appreciate it in 2021. Wow. Um, and we're going to close this out. Thank you all for being listeners. Find new listeners 
tell them to listen and tell them to tell other people to listen. This is my plug, my shameless um, request. Um, and everything we do, we do for you. So thank you so much. That was good.